Hello and welcome to Business, Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome to episode number 25. Now, huh, it, it actually feels so good to be recording again. I haven't recorded a podcast in a couple of weeks um, because reason I haven't is I have been out here in Melbourne, Australia, um, reopening my gym. So um, this week was the first week in which we were able to open my gym, which was 13 weeks of lockdown because of COVID restrictions. Um, and the last couple of weeks prior to this have been pretty busy as you would imagine um there's been a lot of logistics a lot of a lot of tasks to do a lot of management to do um whether it's tangible shit that needs to be done or managing emotions including myself so it's been just a a big few weeks of me doing a lot of things um and I'm very I've been very tired so there is no reason why anyone should listen to me rambling in a tired state on a podcast. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, it feels so good to be back in the gym. It's like, oh, nothing, nothing beats for me. Nothing beats training people in person. Um, it's just, I fucking love it. So it's beautiful to be back. Um, now today's episode, you'll notice in the title that today's episode is, is centered around comparison. Um, and I wanted to talk about this because, Conversation that I've been having over the last few weeks has been centering around comparison. So whether I've been talking to other coaches in the industry or clients in our own facility or other people that I know that train, um, this topic of comparison is is rearing its ugly head. Um, and I wanted to kind of offer a bit of a space to, to chat about it um, and offer some, some thoughts and maybe some strategies that you can consider to help yourself get out of the state. Now, comparison is like, it's a weird one because comparison doesn't really feel like when you say the word or when you kind of consider the topic, it doesn't really feel like something like dangerous or worth worth being vigilant about, right? But the thing with comparison is that this motherfucker like goes completely under the radar. And if comparison is not addressed, like she can really, really influence our behavior in a really destructive way. So she goes really undetected for a while, um, and she's really good like that. And and when you know when she's left, and when the thoughts are not addressed, and when comparison is not opened up, and Pandora's box is not opened up, she can really influence behavior, and it can leave us feeling worse. So I wanted to open into this today because when we're in comparison, like I said, I, I do feel that. Um, it influences our behavior in a way that we might not necessarily do, or we might not like, we might not make decisions usually like this if we're not in this state. So comparison, you know, when we're in comparison, whether it's comparing ourselves to a person um, or an event or an experience, a situation, whatever it is, you can have comparison obviously in, in many different ways. When we are in a com- when we're comparing ourselves to X, Y, Z, it can basically leave us feeling like second to none. Like it can leave us feeling like we're not good enough, um, that we're shit, we are not smart enough, we're not insert word that might, you know, might resonate with you. It can just make us feel like we're not stacking up next to that person or event. 
And when we're in that state, what can happen is it can drive us to make decisions to get us out of those thoughts and feelings. Um, and when we make those decisions because we're in that state, like the decisions we're making are not from a space of abundance or logical thinking or you know, they're not made out of a state where we might be ourselves or be thinking in our fierce natural state or however we like to live our life. And when we make those decisions, we can start doing these things and we can start chugging along thinking it's the best thing to do. And when we get there, it's going, what the hell? I feel worse. I thought this would help. So the conversations that I've been having have been kind of like two different baskets over the last couple of weeks. So I've been talking to coaches in the industry um, and they're starting to have comparison around like where their business should be, um, and what they should have been doing over COVID. So I'll kind of give you like two examples. So for myself and my business, we have very much been training and working and providing a service to our ladies full, fully for the last 13 weeks. So we didn't have any downtime. In fact, we were much busier during COVID, um, and it was a, a very good good time for us from a, a business point of view but it was very fucking hard it was harder to do our jobs um so we you know we kept pushing forward and we did a lot of pivot on the business and um, we continued to offer full service level to our clients so that's I'm finding that like myself there were a lot of coaches that made pivots where they went outside to train or whether they did online training or whatever it might be so they made a decision to keep going forward then on the other side um, we also had a lot of other coaches that um, lost a lot of business during that time and didn't necessarily want to go ahead and grow or try and find clients another way or make a pivot. And they decided to kind of take it for what it is and stop and either do nothing or choose to kind of grow their knowledge, um, work on their systems or whatever it is. So there's been like coaches and business owners, business owners have tackled the last 13 weeks completely differently as is appropriate to them. And what I'm finding is that coaches are very much looking at what else is going out there in the industry now, because um, it's really, there's a lot of noise on social media. Our industry, the fitness industry is like, we're a visual industry and we're all over Instagram and Facebook. Um, and I'm finding that coaches are really starting to watch other coaches in their gym, um, watch other gyms and just really like think, oh God, I should be doing that. Or maybe I should be offering another, like a low barrier offer, or maybe I should do a, a re, you know, re-entry to gyms offer. Oh shit. Like I don't have any clients. Um, maybe I need to be doing X, Y, Z to better my services. So I'm just finding that because coaches and business owners are already in a vulnerable state, it's really driving them to look elsewhere at what's going on and when we're in that vulnerable state that's when comparison latches on so so much um and what's happening is that they're making decisions in that comparative state and although it's not necessarily that it's wrong it's just that it might not be the right decision for them at this point in time so for example i'll use an example um I've been speaking to a coach and she uh, she was working in a commercial gym. So when COVID hit, she lost all of her client base. Um, and her personally, she found it really hard, like from her own personal mental state to continue to train. So she didn't pursue like talking to her clients. She didn't pursue looking to pivot or train them online or do anything like that, which is fair, man. Like it was a really, really hard time. Um, and what's happened is that the gyms have reopened this week and she's going back to the gym 
And now she's going, oh, shit, like, what is everyone doing? She's looking on social media. She's looking at other coaches in her area. And she's going, well, how do I generate leads? Do I need to do a, you know, a half price offer? Oh, gosh, I now need to add this extra value to my to my product. Um, I now need to, like, change my, my branding. I need to, like, completely overhaul everything in my business. And although there might be some nuggets that can, you know, potentially assist to grow her business in the future – She's just going, I need to do everything. Oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed with everything that's there. And and what's happening is her action that's happening from that comparative state is it's actually no action and she's feeling immobilized. And the small things that will help her to reconnect with the clients that she might have lost or reconnect with the audience that's in her commercial space are are very like easy things like making some phone calls, sending some text messages, um, you know, contact with people that she might have had contact with prior to COVID. Just really basic level like human connection stuff. And because she's looking at what people are doing on social media and these offers and these discount offers and all that kind of stuff, she's just going, shit, where do I even start? And so in that comparative state, there's just too many things and it's making her feel overwhelmed. And what would be, you know, an exciting introduction back into 13, like being back into gyms, having been down for 13 weeks is now going, Oh God, this is too much for me. So that's how comparison is driving someone like a a coach um, to, to do some stuff that, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like helping her in the state. So I've just been, you know, offering some conversation and trying to unravel some of those thoughts for her because it's, it's awful when you're in that state, like you feel really helpless and you've got lots of thoughts going around, but you just don't know which end to start at. So comparison from other coaches, whether they're in a different facility or they're right in the same gym floor doing, you know, the same stuff as you, you, it can be really, really dangerous when you start focusing on other coaches instead of your own stuff and your own clients. And, and it can make you do some discount offers that maybe are not appropriate, or it can make you start doing shit on social media when that's maybe the wrong, the wrong path to be walking down or whatever it is. So yeah, comparison in that respect can drive that type of behavior. Um, if I think, and I explain kind of comparison that's coming up from a client point of view, um, think about what happened over COVID, right? So lots of people had, um, a lot of people did have gear at their home, um, whether it be dumbbells, bands, some with barbells, whatever. Um, there's been obviously a lot of clients, whether they've had full access to stuff or not, who have lost a lot of strength um, and they have gone backwards in their goals. Um, and also if they've got body composition goals, there's been a lot of people that have gained and have gone backwards in their goals. Um, and the conversations that I'm hearing not necessarily like in my facility, but also elsewhere with other clients um, is that these clients are, you know, really starting to look what else is out there. Oh my God, this person got hashtag ISO gains or look at how well they did during, you know, COVID with their training, look at how their body looks now or whatever it might be. Um, And what's happening then is they're going, okay, shit, like, me in comparison to that person, whether it's strength or body comp or both, they're going, well, I haven't got that. I've actually gone backwards. And it's it's like influencing their thoughts, which is making them feel a certain way, which is influencing their actions. Oh gosh, okay, well, you know, maybe because I've lost all my strength, I really, really need to like set a comp goal or set a real tangible like strength goal and like go after that. And I can probably achieve that in like 12 weeks. And the fact of the matter is, is that they might still be like super stressed at work. Um, you know, even though some restrictions are lifting, it might 
it might still just feel the same for them in their life and it might not be appropriate for them to start chasing strength-related goals right now. But because they're comparing themselves to other people out there, they might start going, yeah, cool, all right, let's lock in a comp, let's do X, Y, Z. And it's like, gosh, that's driving a goal for that person that's probably not the most appropriate right now given the lifestyle stresses that are going on. Also, whether it's someone that's like, potentially gain some weight um there's a lot of stuff going on social media right now like you know if you've gained weight during isolation post um post covid challenges um return to gym challenges to get you back in shape all that kind of stuff and it's the fact of the matter is is that that's really shit because it's it is playing on people's fucking insecurities and there's like i'm seeing a lot of that coming up right now um and when someone's in a vulnerable state because that's how comparison works like comparison latches on to you when you feel shit some people are going yeah cool i i not cool they're going yep all right that's what i need to do i need to do an eight-week challenge and in a different one like a different state when they're not in comparison and they're not feeling vulnerable and shit about themselves they would they would know that that eight-week challenge is not gonna like serve them but because they're in this state, they're going, yes, that's me. I need to do an eight-week challenge to regain everything and, you know, really, really shred the fat and all that kind of shit. Um, and this is our industry. Um, you know, our industry does have a lot of those type of, like, magnets to attract people into services. And, you know, that's absolutely fine, whatever other businesses and coaches want to do. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. I personally don't like doing stuff like that because of the ethos of training that I have. Um, but it's just the intention around these type of things. So you just got to remember if you're seeing the stuff and you're, you're a client, so I, obviously you're not a coach in the industry, just be mindful that if you're finding yourself like attracted to those type of things, nothing wrong with it. But if it's being driven by like a feeling of comparison and you wouldn't normally do something like that, you just want to like check yourself and recognize, okay, is this something that I want to do because I genuinely feel like this is a good step for me? Am I, or am I doing this because I feel fucking shit and I need to get the weight off ASAP, which is different. Like when you're driving behavior in comparison, as opposed to making a decision out of a state where you can feel logical or make a decision out of abundance or make a decision that feels right for you. So comparison, yeah, it's it's a really powerful emotion and a real powerful thing when it's present in our life. Um, and you know, like I've I've been feeling comparison right now, um, in respect to business growth. So I, you know, I'm looking at all the stuff that's out there as well and going, shit, all right, cool. Um, is that something to consider for my business? You know, how would that look for my clients? Is that something that I can incorporate? And when I, when I know that these thoughts are here and I know they're out of a comparison state, one of the strategies I want to encourage you to do is unfucking follow okay? That's one of the best things that you can do if you feel like you're going into the comparison state. Unfollow any accounts. Get that stuff off your feed or mute it if you don't, feel, if you don't want to unfollow that person. Mute it so you don't see these things coming through your feet all the time. Because when it's like you choose your airways, right? Like if you're constantly looking at things on your socials um, and your feeds, that is like just putting a fucking knife in your vulnerability and a knife in the feelings that you already feel shit, it's going to just like literally put fuel onto the fire and make that fire go right up to the fucking ceiling. And you don't need that. I don't need that. Okay, so you have to take charge and you have to filter the shit that's going through your wavelength and your channels. And if you're a, a social media user, which is most of us in the industry, 
then that's on you and that's your responsibility to go ahead and and really filter what you're saying. So that's just one of the biggest things. Another thing that I would encourage you to do whether you're a coach or a client and you're feeling like some of the thoughts and feelings are driven by comparison is I would really go ahead and start doing some planning um, around where you want to go and what the stepping stones will look like in regards to your life. Okay. So I'll give you an example. Um, Like I... ISO is actually one of the best things that happened to me in regards to my own personal training. Um, So my own training, my own lifting, I have competed since 2015. um, And I really enjoy competing. But for like the last one and a half to two years, um, it's been pretty shit in terms of results based uh, for myself. Because like I've just got so many things that are going on. um, And I don't spend and have as much value on my own training anymore as opposed to my own clients and my business. So I know that. I know that my own training um, is a sacrifice because of the other things that I pursue. And when I was like, like I had access to obviously a whole gym, but I just like I didn't want to pursue strength over this time. I find it hard to pursue proper powerlifting strength now. So there was no way that I was going to do that over ISO. Anyway, so as I'm coming back from being out of the restrictions with gyms closed, I'm really just going, okay, cool. Unfollow anyone that is quote unquote triggering you, triggering you or making like these thoughts of comparison kind of fire up. Did a lot of that, whether it's about training, whether it's about business, just or just people in general. I took that upon myself to do so. Okay. And then what I did is I did some planning around my own training. And the cool thing about planning is that when we're in a comparison and when we're in that state of comparison, it makes us feel out of control. So one of the best things that you can do for yourself when you're in that state is bring some level of control back and the level of control in which you incorporate will be person dependent. So that's what I did. I was like, okay, cool. If you're feeling like, you know, you might want to compete because you do like competing, is that driven by because you want to do it for the love of it? Or are you getting kind of like influenced by what's happening out there? Um, And definitely like, I was like, yeah, I really want to get back on the platform. But it was also a lot of comparison driven thoughts by what I was saying. Oh man, like this is my opportunity because I've completely stripped myself off strength. You know, I can get some newbie gains again and all that kind of shit. And then I was like, no, you're looking at what else is out there. You're looking at what other people are doing. And that's not, that doesn't feel right to you. So instead, I just had to come back to my thoughts, come back to me and go, you know what, what's another plan that you can do for your training? And right now, I really just want to train for the love of strength training. And I want to take that competition off. And that is what I'm going to do. But that wasn't necessarily like it, like at the start, that's not the thoughts that were initially there. Okay. So now with my planning, it's going, all right, I'm pretty, I'm going to do a pretty like loose plan with my training. Um, Everything else in my life is super, super planned. My business, my clients, so planned. My own training, no. And that's clearly why a lot of my results um, are like that. And I'm okay with that because I understand why I don't get as um, good, you know, good numbers and and progress on my own training because I just don't have as much love and attention anymore for my own lifting. But the planning I'm doing now is okay. For the next three months, we're going to focus on this. And what this is, is literally getting three strength sessions out a week. That's all I'm going to fucking do over the next three months. Then after that, I'm going to focus, I, I, my intention now is I'm going to focus on getting better at squatting. However, 
that may fucking change. But just by simply bringing some control back into my training, I don't feel like I'm in that comparative state anymore. You might need to do a bit more planning than that. Like that's pretty loose and that's not a lot. You might need to kind of plan out your next six, 12 months of training if you're a competitor or if you've got body comp goals or whatever it might be. But bring it back to you, okay? Put your attention back into you because as soon as you put your attention out to other people, other events, whatever, gosh, you're giving them the mental capacity that you could be using for yourself. So the grass is not always greener, okay? So I just I just want to leave you with that, yeah? Like comparison drives so fucking much and it can seem like it's a good idea when we embark on these different actions, but when you start to strip it down and you really get honest with yourself and try and understand where these thoughts and feelings are coming from, if it's coming because you feel inadequate or you're comparing yourself to someone or some event, we got to stop. we got to interrupt those thought patterns. We've got to fucking like, you know, mix it around and then start to have some thoughts and feelings that are appropriate for you. Okay, so whether you're a coach or whether you're a client, there's two things I want you to take away is unfollow anything that is like influencing those thoughts for you. Mute them as well. Mute your stories, mute the feeds, whatever it is. Um, I mute a lot of people's stories because I just like, I'm like, I, I don't need to be spending mental attention on that because I've got so much other stuff to do. So that's one thing is unfollow, filter what you're seeing in because everything that you see subconsciously or consciously is going ahead and molding your thoughts and feelings. Next thing that I want you to do is if you're in that comparative state, whether you're a coach or a client, whether it's about business or training, whatever, go ahead and do some level of planning for yourself with your goals. Decide truly what it is that you want to pursue and then reverse engineer back. If you want to compete, what does that look like? What is every three month, you know, every 12 week training block look like? What is it specific to you? Same with business. If you're getting back into the gym as a coach, what is the immediate things that you need to do in order for you to start growing your business? Because what another coach is doing and what another business is doing might not be fucking relevant to you. Unfollow, plan. Unfollow, plan. I hope that gave you something to think about, guys. And I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, hit this one on record tonight and, and then, um, you know, hear you again and see you again virtually. That doesn't make sense. But be on the airways again um, next week. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, Rasheen H on Instagram or Rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.